0: Welcome to The Tony Gaskin Show, best-selling author, celebrity life coach, and international speaker. The purpose of this show is to bring you motivation, inspiration, and education in the areas of life, love, and business. Thank you for joining me. Now let's get started. Hey, hey, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Talks with Tony Received a letter from a young lady and said, Mr. Gaskins, I respectfully seek your insight on my current issue. I love when y'all write in and put periods in there and, you know, check that spelling because, you know, it really helps me. My soon-to-be ex-husband and I are both educated professionals. I am a civically engaged entrepreneur who enjoys networking as well as socialite events. From the outside, we were a power couple, but after ten years of a toxic relationship and six years of marriage, we both accepted the fact that it was best to end our union. We agreed to have an amicable divorce last summer, which was two months after he moved out. The problem is the anger I've accumulated and loss of respect based on him exposing our daughter to his infidelity. I always assumed he'd keep his dirt away from our seven-year-old daughter. Until this, I never questioned his parenting. Last year, before the divorce talk, my daughter and I went to the park. There she noticed a little girl and played with her for close to two hours. In the car, I asked my daughter, how does she know that little girl? Her response, me, daddy, her, and her mommy have play dates at the park, at the movies, and at the mall play place. I asked my husband about this, and he called it a coincidence they were always at the same place at the same time. I didn't have the energy or time to further investigate because this was the same time period that my father was dying from cancer. I didn't have the emotional backbone to research his lies, but I felt the deceit in my heart. Now fast forward a year later, we established a joint custody agreement while the divorce is pending. Then my daughter came home and was happy to share that she went to this little girl's house, the same little girl from the park a year ago, to visit a dog. I put two and two together. I contacted her father and asked him if we could agree to parameters as to when we would introduce our daughter to future mates once the divorce was final. My request was sparked by her recent sharing of visiting a dog at the woman's home, as well as knowing she was having a hard time with the divorce. I assume her dad knew our daughter was struggling with the divorce, but maybe she shared things with me that she doesn't share with him. And it was time for us to talk about it. She started having difficulty in school, and there was a time when she cried to me and said she doesn't want a new mommy. So her comment about visiting this woman's house a year after I questioned him about the same woman didn't sit well with me. My hope was that we could discuss timing as to when to introduce our daughter to future mates, at least for the first year or two post-divorce. During the conversation, I asked him, is it true that our daughter went to this woman's house? And if so, why was it a good idea? His response was because she is having a sibling soon. In that convo, He told me that he is happy and I was devastated, not because I want him back, but because as the talk went on, he admitted to having this woman around our daughter, which means he lied to me when I asked him about her a year ago. I later learned that this woman has been around his loved ones for a while. Some of them told me they didn't approve of the adulterous relationship. Still, I was hurt that they allowed his mistress in their presence. Am I crazy for feeling like this, even though I haven't been around his family for over a year? I was literally the last person to know of his adultery, which is fine, but my anger surfaced when it was confirmed that he exposed my daughter to his mess, long before our first divorce talk. I am sad to admit that his love child will always remind me of a low place in my life. He also told me that he told our daughter about the baby before I told her inappropriately. How do I move past this devastation? More so, a lawyer told me that once the divorce is final, I can't stop him from having our child around his now pregnant mistress unless I can prove she is a danger to our daughter's well-being. I feel like he gets everything he wants, including a new family, and I am stuck with devastation, betrayal, and anger. How do I move past the disappointment and brace myself to co-parent with someone didn't respect his daughter enough to keep his dirt a secret before finalizing the divorce. How do I diminish my anger and co-parent respectfully? Thank you so much for that very well-written, and well-thought-out email. It was a pleasure, you know, to read it. Um, I can tell you took your time and, and you really, you know, meant what you were saying And it's deep, and it's so many layers. And I can't, you know, pretend to fully understand because, but to be honest with you, most people in your situation won't understand. So I guess it's best for someone on the outside looking in to share some insight. And in this situation, you know, what I want you to understand is that y'all were together 10 years, and you were married for six years. To be honest with you, that's always kind of a red flag to me because I feel like, You know, as mature adults, an engagement should come around 18 months. So a lot of times when you're with somebody for three, four years, you know, before, especially if you're, you know, of age, like, you know, past the age of 25, then it's sometimes a man, it's a red flag for a man that he has cold feet. You know, once I really got my wife, I married her 10 months later. You know, and and a lot of men who are serious about a woman and going to do the right things, and this is for women, you know, dating now, and also for you going back into the dating field, is it shouldn't take four years to get married. You know, it really shouldn't. I typically say three at the most, unless there are some family issues or some work-related stuff where you can't live in the same city, you know, being in the Army or, you know, different stuff like that. But three years is my max of waiting for a marriage to come to fruition. So when you said been together for 10 years and married, you know, for six, and then you also said 10 years of a toxic relationship and six years of marriage. So it kind of is like you all looked good together. So y'all did it for the look. You, you you wanted to be a power couple. You say you look like a power couple. You are educated professionals. So, you know, college educated, good job. You're going to the socialite events. Everything looks good on the outside. Six years of marriage, got a seven-year-old daughter. I'm guessing that says maybe you got pregnant before marriage, uh, which is, you know, more and more common. Same thing happened with my wife and I. You know, she got pregnant. And, we, I mean, we were really young, though. She was 20, 21. I was just turned 23 or something like that. No, I was 22 when she got pregnant. So we, we were very young, but that made me speed up the process because I knew she was my wife. So I say, you know, I, I can't have her be a baby mom. You know, a baby mama, this this is a amazing woman. I want to make her my wife. And so when she was five months pregnant, I um, proposed to her. So that happens, you know, and I was not living right. You know, I've I've been a Christian since I was six, but I was in a backslidden state, wasn't living right. And I pulled her further away, you know, from the Lord at that period. And so that happens, not judging you about that, but y'all got married, but you got married in a toxic situation. It was a toxic situation. And then now you finally come to terms and say, okay, let's leave. And so what you have to realize is that men, you know, we we operate differently. So as a woman, if you take and you give your body to another man while you're still dealing with your husband, you feel like, you know, a loose woman. You feel like um, a HO and the world will view you as an HO. Now, when a man does that, he's no different. That makes him a HO too, but yet we've been conditioned to see it differently. So the man is the hero. The woman is the zero. And that's the way we've been conditioned. And a lot of us accept that. So you can't just go jumping and hopping from man to man, but yet he goes and he leaves you and goes right to another woman, which most likely he was already courting her or kind of dating her while you all were still married. And, 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 of course, he was because you said this was before your first divorce talk. So the thing about it is he had checked out and it was over, and then he moved on already. Now, one thing what you have to realize is that it's not so much about your daughter. I mean, yes, she's going to hurt, but God knew these things would happen in families, so he made children very resilient very, very resilient. Children are actually more resilient than adults because they're still so new to life and new to the world that they aren't jaded yet. They still have an unrealistic faith. They have an unrealistic hope. They have this very positive view of the world and things around them. And so that makes them very resilient. So to be honest with you, it's not really about your daughter. Your daughter isn't in danger. It's not going to really hurt her. As you see, she loves playing with the little girl. If she really was hurt when she saw the little girl, she would have just been like, I don't want to play with her because, you know, dad sits and talks to her mom and and that is like a new mom and I don't want that to happen, so I'm not going to play with the little girl. And, and if it really hurt her, she would have told her dad, like, dad, I don't want to go to her house, this lady's house, you know, to see the dog because that's like you know, a new mom. And just like she had the ability to tell you she doesn't want a new mom, she has the ability to tell her dad she doesn't want a new mom. And so really, she's going to be okay. It's really going to come down to you. And so what I, what I recommend is you doing counseling or therapy, you know, at least maybe four sessions, maybe up to 12. If it's not your thing, you don't want to do that, then do life coaching. You know, you could write in to my site, And either work with me or one of my other coaches, you know, advice at tonygaskins.com. Send an email to advice at tonygaskins.com. I recommend some type of space where you can vent and just open your heart, just pour your heart out and just get it all out of you. Get it all out. You know, write a letter, talk about it and get it out. And then you also will have to forgive. What you have to realize is that you built A relationship on a rocky foundation you know on an unstable foundation so not even it wasn't rocky it was sinking sand and so you built it on preferences instead of standards meaning he was the right look he was the right height had the right education he had all the right things but he lacked the character that you needed in a husband but you overlooked his character and you stuck with it because he had the currency, whether that's the, the job, you know, the the money, the look, the, the community respect. He had those things. And that's what you were looking at versus his heart. Who is this person as a man? If you would have judged him by how toxic he was and immature and irresponsible and being a liar and a cheater and a dog, then you would have cut him off way earlier and been able to heal a lot sooner, but you drug it out for so long. And that's a lesson to people trying to drag it out. If, if it's not working at year two and neither one of you or both of you are not committed to making it work and making drastic changes, then guess what? It's not going to work year 10. It's not going to work year 15. If you feel like getting a divorce and there's no work being done that, is going to make it work, then it's just going to end at year 20 or year 25. And then you're going to be that much more miserable, that much more broken, that much more hurting. And it'll be that much more hard to heal and to recover and to grow. So what you have to do is go through a season of healing and growing and take it off your daughter. I don't think it's so much that you're concerned for her, as it is the pain of knowing that she will be introduced to a stepmom and she will have a stepsister and she will have a half-sibling and she will have this whole other family, this whole other life, and you will feel alone and be by yourself until you meet someone else. And I think is that fear And that the knowledge of that situation that's causing some jealousy and some anger. But here's what you have to realize is that we reap what we sow. So if you didn't hurt him, if you didn't dog him out, if you didn't cheat on him, if you didn't take his daughter and introduce her to another man and that man's child, then you haven't sown bad seeds. But everything that your ex-husband has sown, he will reap. So the very grounds that he built that relationship on with that woman is probably the same grounds he will lose that relationship on. So instead of being envious or angry, what you need to do is pray and be prayerful that your daughter's heart will be able to withstand another, a second divorce that her father goes through because he's a dog. And when you're a dog and you're moving like a dog and you're acting like a dog, you're going to everybody's yard to get a bone and you don't have the decency and the class and the respect as a man to keep your daughter from a new relationship, and you don't have the decency and the respect to finalize your divorce before even looking to court and meet another woman, you ain't no good. You're a no-good man, and I can tell you that from a man. If I was to do that as a man, that means I'm a low-down, dirty, no-good man. That means that I'm selfish. It means that I'm greedy. It means that I'm disrespectful. It means that I have no integrity. It means that I have no class, and it means that I see something over here in this woman that looks better than, than what I see in the woman that I have. And, and 9 out of 10 times, the woman over here is is she either has more money or she's prettier, or both. That Those type of things is what turn grown boys on. Really, when it's more money, more access, more opportunity, uh, when, when you can partner with this person and you can build because she's bringing more money to the table, either the amount that you bring or more, and now you know you can do some of your business ventures, you can do some things like that. I see that really, really turns grown boys on. And your ex-husband is a grown boy. So instead of, being angry about it, you need to be prayerful about it because he's creating, he, he's making a bed he has to lie in. And that woman who tiptoeing while he still was married and still dealing with you, she's going to have to reap what she's sown as well. And so you have to realize they're going to go through a whole lot more than what you're going to go through unless you were equally as guilty in the relationship. And if that's the case, then you need to be trying to seek forgiveness. You need to be trying to heal, grow, learn, and prepare so that you can have some type of buffer when you go through your reaping season of of what you've sown. So let it go. Get that help. Once you vent, 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 and you get more and more of a male perspective about how much of a grown boy he is, and maybe why he's doing what he's doing the way he's doing it, then it helps you realize this isn't a man that I should be coveting and desiring and envying or even wasting anger on. This is a man I should be trying to pull away from and pray for that the stuff he gets into doesn't harm our daughter. So thank you so much for sending that question in. And if you have any questions for me, for those of you listening, you can email me at inbox at tonygaskins.com. To the young lady who wrote in, make sure you visit tonygaskinsacademy.com and take the real love course. Make sure you take the real love course. It will really, really help you with healing and growing and preparing for your next relationship. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. We'll talk soon.